Greetings! You're listening to the audio version of Up the Waterfall. To see us and everything we talk about, be sure to check out the video version by visiting youtube.com slash Xanaland. Thanks for listening! Well, now you got into this mess by going down a waterfall. Now, how would you suppose we'd get them out of there? By going up the waterfall? That's right! Anything's possible in Disneyland. <laughs> Welcome, friends. Ooh, the fireworks are happening. Probably can't hear them, but they are happening. It's a special Up the Waterfall After Hours episode. Late night, <laughs> getting racy. Yeah. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> In this episode, uh, first of all, hello, we are your hosts, Zana and Scott Otis. And joining hello. us tonight will be our executive producer. We're trying something different. First time ever on video. Yes, and the reason why, I mean, you usually shout things out if you want, but we've actually got you mic'd this time, so... We'll see, hopefully hopefully it works. It's a new mic setup, but we'll see. It's making you talk louder anyway, because you have headphones on, so it's kind of funny. But hopefully that works. It'll all balance out. Anyway... (laughs) Welcome to Up the Waterfall, where we talk about all things Disney, past, and sometimes present, which we're going to do tonight. Oh, my. Um, This is going to be our first rectangular table discussion. We don't have a round table up here, but that's (laughs) the idea. Um, And originally, I thought maybe we could talk, because this past week, uh, if you're watching in present time has been kind of crazy with Ooh. announcements and updates and news events <laughs> and what have you. But rather than comment directly on these specific news items, I thought we could take this time to kind of discuss and maybe even debate our thoughts on the most recent changes at Disney parks on the whole. Mm. So things like, um, you know, we've touched briefly on homogenization of the parks in our, I think, hits and misses episode. (laughs) And uh, things like that, intellectual property, I'm sure, will come up, which we will define and discuss. Mm. Things like upcharge events, uh, (laughs) all sorts of fun (laughs) stuff like that. So we're going to share our opinions Scott and I are married. We love each other, but we do not always agree. Wait, what? <laughs> so, and Christian is bringing us the post-millennial, what's your generation? Who's to say? No one can define you. Uh, his opinions from a different generation, because we often, the things that we're like crotchety about, he's just like, eh, who cares? Get so, off my lawn. <laughs> it'll be interesting. But maybe I'm a bad example, because maybe I just don't care about a lot of that situation well i think many people agree with your point of view on on some things to be Um, determined you know let us know yeah exactly and that's what i was just going to get to also is that you listening or watching hello can give us your opinions on whether you agree or disagree yes or don't care one way or the other about anything that we've discussed (laughs) so that being said shall we start with your favorite <laughs> phrase, slippery slopes. 
oh my. and all that comes with those kind of things, such as alcohol in the Magic Kingdom. Ooh, you would go there, wouldn't you? Well, I'm just going to start off with that one because. Is this a hot take? Should I press a hot take <laughs> button? <laughs> what is your? You can start right in because I think you you're the one that maybe doesn't approve. Well, I guess so. Here's a little backstory about me. I have actually never had a drop of alcohol in my oh, that's life. That's right. Yeah, we haven't really discussed that. <laughs> so many people and, may not you know, know that, that. That's a personal choice, right? So um, it's not for religious or like you have a background in your family no, or anything like that. It's just like that. I you just, did not uh, ever want to. I've I've seen the crazy things that it can do to people, and I just uh, choose to have my own fun without <laughs> <laughs> without the influence. Yes. I mean, you know, I'm not trying, you know, I'm not being no, preachy you, or exactly. anything like You're that. Not you know. a, well, sometimes you, but I mean, <laughs> I think it, when you are is like when we're walking around Epcot during food and wine at night and who isn't preachy at that point? Oh, in yeah. Time? Yeah. Don't <laughs> get me started on the drinking up. around the world and the people wearing the shirts and being very obnoxious. Right. Well, I, I think that's... I mean, that's the thing. Right. That and is I an think, absolute thing. We've all witnessed that firsthand, and, you know, some more so than others. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Anyway, uh, regarding the Magic Kingdom and Disneyland in, uh, in particular, that was a, th- a thing that uh, Walt had decided quite a long time ago with the opening of the parks that, you know, that he had seen what some of the, the amusement parks of the day had done. Um and a lot of that was alcohol sales. And, you know, there's that story about how um, Mr. Bush from the Bush family uh, trying to get Disney to go to St. Louis, you know, where he's, he said, you can't do a park without alcohol. That's just ridiculous. Hmm. Um, yeah, Walt said, no, I'm going to have a, a very nice, a, 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 a clean theme park uh, without all of that, yeah. without the barking the uh, carnies yeah the carnies and <laughs> like that and alcohol and you know rude and you know rude people and trash everywhere he decided he was going to have a clean theme park and i'd say he did that mm-hmm. and so that was just an edict that he had from the get go and i'm just i'm for it and they've always done that uh, at disneyland you know I, there is that the one exception of club 33 but that to me that's never really been Disneyland because that's its own thing. Right. Not anything that the public can see. And then of course with the opening of the Magic Kingdom here. That's always been a thing here. Yeah. You know, when Epcot opened, yeah, they did uh, allow the sales in in the restaurants in the, in the countries out there. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that is a, you know, it's a so when they uh, started saying, "Okay, when th- with the opening of the BR Guest restaurant, mm-hmm. they allowed, okay, we're going to have some wine that people can only drink at their table. Nobody's going to be, you know, t- bringing stuff all around the parks, yeah. and we're just going to have it at this one location." Well, I think we've seen what's happened. It's, you know, it's a slippery slope. Yeah. It's a, you know, they're now adding it at other locations. And you know, they do have the, the alcohol at at private parties that are there um, that, you know, are not open to the public. Mm. We, we've seen that. Yeah. And I'm not really arguing against that. That's a, that's a completely different thing. But, you know, so that's the slippery slope that yeah. we're talking about. I what think are your thoughts? I, 
I agree with you to an extent. I do think that the Magic Kingdom and Disneyland especially are kind of like hallowed ground, as it were, because they were like Walt concept ideas or whatever. Um, I don't think that not selling it in the Magic Kingdom necessarily prevents people from either bringing it in themselves, which, you know, I've seen countless tweets and things like that from people Mm -hmm. doing that um or doing you know a monorail crawl before getting there all sorts of things however i think for the most part it has kept the ridiculousness to epcot i would Um, agree sadly but you know i don't i honestly think and i'm gonna like jump into the festival thing a little bit because i think it's kind of interconnected I think in the next, you know, few years or so, Disney's going to have to do some sort of <laughs> a policy update or something about the drinking at Epcot. Because See, I would have agreed with you there, except I would have also said that exact same thing 10, 15 years ago. It's kind of crazy. And they promote it themselves. Like during Food and Wine, they sell official shirts that are drinking around the world and all sorts of things. And it's kind of crazy that there's no, like, to drink minimum or maximum or whatever, anything. There's no I think there is a to drink minimum, (laughs) (laughs) the way I've seen it. Um, So, yeah, I I honestly, I do fear that it's going to make something crazy have to happen. Somebody's going to get hurt. Yeah, because (laughs) it, it is now really to the point where if you're a local with a with small kids you kind of need to know do not go to epcot on the weekends during a festival because it's just not a fun time that at night true. especially I agree. yep you can just like see it shift that i think is the caveat to that because i think it's really not noticeable until like after yeah. 7 p.m probably I've seen it at all. During the during the days on the weekends, it's still kind of crazy with yeah. like so many groups that come in and do that. Yeah, because but that's their thing. That's, on a that's normal the night, reason they're yeah. there. And they all have like matching. Shirts. Yeah, they exactly. have the shirts. They put on the sombreros and I, they. I act should have all looked crazy. up some of yeah. the like Chardonnay and rosé puns that they have out now. It's in Walt script as well. Oh yes, of course. <laughs> that's another topic. No, okay, but going back to the other parks, yeah, yes. I I don't think that's a problem where we're seeing that kind of activity right. anywhere else. Um, so yeah, but I, oh, okay, you go ahead. But I I think it is kind of interesting to see, uh, like Disneyland when it opened, and even Magic Kingdom when it opened, had a different kind of feel to it than five, ten, and now you know, for us, almost fifty years later. Um, <laughs> It was sort of just a little, not a kitty area, but it was a lot more just, there was no like crazy thrills and things like that, which that's still true for the most part. There's not like any weird stuff, but I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but (laughs) (laughs) you'll get there. It's It's like, um, you know, just the fantasy environment, I guess, is what you have at most of the Magic Kingdom and Disneyland Mm -hmm. locations. Just that innocence. Yeah. Of an earlier time. Yeah. I guess. I think I've always thought people can go a day without that and yeah. still have a great time. Exactly. A lot of That's fun. the thing, too, is it's, they don't, it's not a, a long 
monorail ride or walk. Right. Or, yeah, Disneyland, it's literally a yeah. walk across the Esplanade. Yeah. So. Did you have any input on that? You're recently 21. No. So. <laughs> I don't plan it. Well, I've already done that quite a bit. That's true. But I mean. And by like, quite a bit, I mean one time. That's true. Well, we haven't been to Be Our Guest, so you have not had anything at Magic Kingdom. That's true. I don't know that I plan to. Yeah. So. I don't think you are, are the kind of person that's like, yeah, I'm 21. At least that I've seen. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, let's talk about, this is kind of in the same vein. I, I think I touched on festivals, really. I don't, you did. I don't know that we have to elaborate on that. Uh, well, well I mean, it would, like... If like if you're talking about Epcot specifically, yeah, that's where the festivals because are. Because that is where the festivals are. <laughs> See, I was thinking about it. I was we were dining at uh, Nine Dragons, mm-hmm. and I was looking. Just we had a window seat, and I was looking across the way, and it was a very busy day. But I was thinking back before festivals about how wide the World Showcase Promenade was. Oh uh, yes, you did make this um, commentary. And of course, there were fewer folks right. at the time. You know, if you remember, they had the omnibus that yes. would go around, and I love that they had three. Uh, actually, was it three stops? Might have been four. Actually, four stops it's around the long. world showcase, where you would be able to hop on an omnibus and take a ride around, and get off at whatever stop you'd mm-hmm. want to, or That's just gonna... go all the way around. Could you do that now? No. And you know, we used to have a parade there as well. Yeah. The uh, f- uh, what was that? Tapestry of Tapestry Nations. of Nations and the Tapestry of Dreams. Could you have a parade there now? No. No, you cannot. Well, I mean, here's the thing. If they had to have a parade there, I mean, they would just have to make it happen, but it would be like insanity. Yeah, I don't know how they would because (laughs) with the festivals come the festival booths. And that's the thing I was looking at is where, where where we were seated at that restaurant, there was... Not only the the joy of tea, which is now like a permanent right, location, yeah. but there was also the the China um, festival booth as well, which took up a, a pretty good chunk of the walkway. And then add to that, you know, they had stanchions to get the people through, so that even takes just a little bit more away. Yeah. And so there's only just a little bit more walkway for all of these people to, you know, they have to go that way have to walk one way or the other it's just very crowded and it, so it's like that pretty much all the way around the world showcase lagoon yeah um and so yeah that's the way the festivals are now that's where the majority of the booths are it's just a very very busy time yeah and then of course you add the alcohol to that and that's right. where you know a lot of people in a small amount of space yeah and then you add that to the women so i, I don't want to necessarily and scooters add. oh yeah <laughs> yeah a lot um, of people have strollers and scooters yeah. and they're rascals and whatnot <laughs> i think what's so like it's really is like the monkey's paw of disney parks because they made the festivals during times when it was traditionally less crowded <clears throat> excuse me and They've They're become, not less crowded yeah, they've anymore. They've <laughs> become so popular that that is now a, yeah. a busy time. Even, I mean, everyone online has been commenting about how crazy busy it has been the last few weeks where we've had President's Day and then like the Northeast has February vacation. Yeah. Um, and it was the last weekend of the Festival the, of the Arts. Yeah. But when the Festival of the Arts first opened, that was oh, yeah. the last remaining joyous 
least, least crowded time <laughs> I in think Epcot. it's because people just didn't know what that festival was. Well, and... I'm just saying, like, there before it existed. Oh, you know, like I when see it what you're was saying. first there, like it was still oh, yeah, nice okay. the first year because yeah. nobody knew about it yet. And it wasn't even during the week. It was just on the weekends the first year. <sighs> and the weather is always better during this time, even though it's been weird this year with hot and cold and hot and cold. <laughs> but anyway. Um but yeah it's so like crazy now. The festivals are just bringing more and more people and the marketing is just really working because <laughs> it's and, very busy. and that's like the biggest I guess we'll have to discuss well, that because it, it, it's interesting because the people are there to have a good time and that good time is countered by the crowds the you know just all of that and so at some point guests wouldn't they be like hmm I really didn't enjoy my day today because of how busy it was I didn't get to experience all of these things that I thought I would be able to because of that um, so you know it's a fine line it is and then there's also that component of people saying well that's why they're raising tickets so that it is a certain echelon of people that can afford to go to Disney but that's not the deterrent that I guess people were predicting that it would be like people yeah. are still renewing their passes and yeah they'll, they'll and, curse it but then they'll still do yeah it. <laughs> and you know the resorts are full and it's just it's not a, a slow time <laughs> yeah I mean and so I guess that is going to be countered by um, you know what they're building yeah you know, I mean that's the, the other building the other thing that I think people are really noticing the crowds because there's no place for them to go except world showcase really right yeah world showcase for the most part is um wall free yeah you know I mean there's a little bit in France mm. but for the yeah. most part every all of the construction is uh, in what was future world and that is I don't think I've ever seen as much construction. Yeah. Maybe when they redid the California Adventure, but it's like on that level. Yeah. It's crazy. No one's come up with a good Epcot wall pun <laughs> that I've heard. Wallcott. I've heard that. Really? I have. Was there a California Adventure one? No, I don't think so. Not oh, that okay. I just, <laughs> you just, I'm just. You, mean, you just mean I in know. general? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, anyway, I mean, they send us your puns. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, they they are building that new, I guess that festival center. Is yeah, it? Um, I don't even in I the what it's called now. In the world of what? Oh my gosh, you're making me look up things <laughs> that I've put from my. Is mind. it the world of celebration? Because I know there's the world of discovery. There's is the it? world of celebration is a little bit down the road. Yeah, it is. It's quite a bit down the. Oh, you mean that that celebration? Yes. Anyway, but uh, I don't know that that necessarily will make things better in World Showcase. I mean, I guess it has to at some point, right? What I is it? I guess it is celebration. World. It's not of. It's just world celebration, world oh. nature, world showcase, world discovery. Oh, whoops. So yes, My that apologies. will be part of celebration. Yes. So, you know, and I have no idea how long all of that's going to take. But in the meantime, I mean, and they're they're at it, you know, they're yeah. they're in the middle of all of that. And so I think what what first will open would be the um 
I guess, did we even want to get into this right now? I guess we are already into it. Because we were kind of shifting from um, festivals. festivals to the changes at Epcot. Well, I think it um, aligns nicely with the upcharges oh, yeah. events, after hours kind of things. Because I have predicted that, and I'm sure I don't think I'm alone in that, that oh, no. that little celebration tower thing. Why can't I I don't think it will it? be little. Um, also. Is going, like the top of it is going to be like. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a, a private private party hours, kind of a thing. Fireworks viewing dessert party. Like if, if you think you're just going to be able to stroll up there and and check out the view on any given at yeah. any given moment, I think you're in for a uh, a little bit of a shock. Well, I think I've also seen like a few tweets of people saying that they don't think it's even going to remotely look like that when it's done. Yeah, just because it's like today. super ambitious of a concept that. With, like, absolutely no attractions at all, it seems like a really bold way for them to spend a lot of money on, like... Well, but... but yeah. <laughs> goes Unless back to my... like, a super yeah. paid thing. It's, like, the perfect fireworks. What will pay for it would be, yeah, yeah the and money that they... And there's a frozen a dessert party it. right now that's, like, $100 a person. Oh my yeah. Gosh. And people are paying it, so... I mean, the we did the... Cruella after party last year for oh, yeah. Mickey's Not So Scary. Yeah, that so was that's ridiculous. That, that was $99 or something? I'm pretty sure for like... On top of the Halloween party On top ticket. of the Halloween party <laughs> Which, for like a couple tables in... Yeah, and you kind of have to decide like, am I going to do this or am I going to go yeah, to like, the Magic Kingdom? You can't do time. both. It's impossible. Yeah, having a hard ticket event during a hard ticket event that already is but limited. People are buying the tickets. Yeah, you because know, the party itself is only five hours from seven to midnight. And so people are taking their time and adding, you know, more money to take time out of yeah. that five hours, which is a limited time to see the entire party right. and to go to this other exclusive, more exclusive, <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> party. Yeah. In, in a tight location that doesn't have fireworks views or I guess it has a view of. From one portion of the room to be able to see some parade floats. Oh yeah, the Cruella thing. Yeah, I guess if you went outside to the. But you can't see it from the area. the main room. No, not at all. So, ooh, that's a lot of money to and isolate yourself in that. Within area. that event, Cruella is there, so you could be standing in line to see Cruella. And wasting the time that you've paid to be at the yeah. event to get the food and the desserts and whatever. Yeah. When it you could be weird. out there waiting in line to see other characters that you don't have to pay extra, extra yeah. to see. Well, there's no way extra. you could. Oh, okay. I mean, because the lines during Not So Scary to Meet Characters and the Christmas Party are ridiculous. Yeah. So, I mean, they're not ridiculous, but you have to decide this is what I'm going to do. And, that's, like, and I guess that's the point. a third Separate event on top of both of those <laughs> just to meet characters. That's why I preferred the villains after hours thing. There's no characters, yeah. so there's no pressure or even like you can't even think about doing that. It's not a possibility. So just go enjoy. Plus the there's night. like one show, so there's not really a whole lot of pressure yeah. to do a whole lot in that amount of time anyway. Exactly. So I think if you're gonna do an after hours event, you should do the villains. But we'll get to that later. It's Dreamer's Point. Is the name of the thing. Okay, going back to that. Yes. Yeah, back to Epcot. Yeah, Dreamer's Point. Dreamer's Point. Um, so, yeah, did you have anything else to add? I, to I'm it? excited to see it made. I would like to be able to get up there without having to pay 
and well, maybe for an event. Maybe fan travel will do an event. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, because if you look at some of the, the uh, artwork that they've made for it, it looks like a place that people would be able to go to during the day. And, yeah. But I don't know. It it's looks like interesting. Coca-Cola world. So, so I am yeah. interested in f- for the whole, uh, just all of the stuff, you know, that will occupy what used to be Communicore West or Interventions West over there, you know, the Moana oh, water yeah. play area and just all of the green spaces mm-hmm. and fountainy things. It'll be fun to have fountains back in the in the center of Epcot. Yes, until they decide they don't want to run them anymore. <laughs> just kidding. I don't know if that's... Ouch. Um, I think we'll touch back on some of those things when we get to the yeah we're hopping IP around episode, uh, section IP stuff. okay but staying with the upcharges oh yes discussion um, just briefly I think for us we look at it especially as locals as that's really unnecessary for most of the things but like I said I think the villains want some of them the after hours things that aren't parties. I think if you were, this is what I've been saying when I write about them and stuff. If you were coming here as a a vacationer and you had mm-hmm. to get like five days park hoppers or something, I would say get one less day and then during the day go, you know, have a resort day or go to Disney Springs or whatever and then use that after hours event ticket as that day. Because I think you really can ride everything Right, but it becomes it, it becomes a lot more prohibitive if you're if you have a larger family, because you're having to spend what is it a hundred dollars per person? Like one twenty-five. Like one twenty-five. If you have a family of five, that is six hundred and twenty-five dollars. Right, but I'm saying take yeah, one day. You take off one day off, ticket. but the the thing is the the tickets are if you yeah, buy yeah. more each day it costs less. That extra day is maybe only ten dollars a day at that point. So you're removing fifty dollars worth to add six hundred and twenty-five dollars, and yes, it it is. Well, no, I'm not math against. Me. Well, I, I math <laughs> is important, but I do agree that it is. You know, it is awesome to have that amount of time where there are essentially no crowds. Yeah, I mean, and you're able to do whatever you want, but it it can become quite a price prohibitive for families that you know if if it's a family of two. Okay, yeah, there's scales on yeah. that. So, but I think that's really the people they're going, they're aiming all of this sure. stuff at with I the agree. VIP experiences that they've been pushing. And um, I forget, there's another name for the new, like, luxury add-ons that they. Yeah. I forget what it's called. Like, like do you remember collection? Or you something. think remember back in I think it was 2015 where they had a thing. Or when Epcot closed, you could go to like one of their lounges. You could pay an upcharge to instead of clear out clearing out of the park with all of the other no. people that you'd be able to just hang out in their lounge and they'd have little little niblets of food for you. No, and this is the first I'm hearing. About. I also do not. Remember you don't remember this that? At all. No. when? What is this time frame? It's 2014 or 15. What? Sorry, that was loud. <laughs> it was pretty loud. <laughs> What do you mean? I was around here then. When did that happen? You should talk to your boss. Mm. Because she went to all of those. 
but anyway, but I guess that you know that's kind of when they started to do that little extra add-on thing. Hmm. Interesting. Let I me ask not... this to but, like gauge my knowledge of this situation with these upcharge things. The yeah. like special the special nights that they have in Disneyland, like the eighties mm. night. Star Wars Night NITE are those like an extra charge? Yeah. Okay. Because that seems like that seems like it makes more sense to me because that they're all like annual pass holders anyway. Where like that yeah. seems like a thing that they would want to do. Mm-hmm. But for like all of the tourists that are coming here, already spending like way more yeah. money to do that, and then having to spend like way more on top of that, I don't really see what the appeal is of an an upcharge event i think maybe it is then based or geared for locals that are like i don't know we hate the crowds like do you remember when they did the the 24-hour things at the magic kingdom that was not an extra charge back then it was just for all of those for all of you who are bold enough we're going to open up the park for 24 hours and yeah they had things for sale course and so we, would never let that happen and no. so they Those you know people would buy you know <laughs> things during their 24 hours there yeah, but funny. if they were to do that now they would say hey for this amount of money you can, you can hang out over, for 24 yeah. hours that's a good point yeah i mean and, and we what were talking was the about most recent one that it was a while back it was the last leap year that's right wasn't yeah it? so i don't think it was four ago. was it four years ago or eight years ago <laughs> what year is it now? It is twenty twenty. So that was oh, either yeah, twenty. No, yeah, I definitely because like the last one, I was like, I'm done with these. Yeah, <laughs> like, we I did. We did three of them. I remember there was the monstrous summer, the yeah. where they showed us Monsters University that and one the, time, and the extra Disney Day or something yeah, like that, which was the leap day, I believe, of twenty twelve. Hmm. Ooh, oh, excuse me. Sorry about that. I was lunch talking. My computer. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's so in that amount of time, whatever it's been, that's how things have morphed. And I don't think that would ever happen, like you said, now yeah. without being. I think, you know, they were, cost. that was when they were kind of getting their uh, grounding. Feet wet? No, not feet wet, but just kind of getting their legs mm. on the whole social media thing. That's true, yes. And yeah. so you know, that was a fun little ad <laughs> that they that's used right. to have for that. Yeah. The good old days. It would be a different experience. yeah and i forget when mm. we talked about that the one episode when our, it would be like a totally different thing now because so many people would right just be around like, like i'm gonna vlog between 1 30 yeah. and 2 a.m every person in there would be like holding a camera yeah because they would just all be those kind of people there at that point yeah <laughs> not that we have anything against vloggers. and then like the next day certainly not every like there's 20 videos uploaded yeah. to youtube like we stayed 24 hours in disney i know that is crazy the amount well whatever that's another whole topic <laughs> anyway i but don't want to get into but that yeah but. and then they're doing an upcoming one for a uh, star wars themed right oh uh, in disneyland right yeah but i think that's attached to the star wars celebration that's oh, happening out there. okay i did not um, realize it but it yeah no it is like i think that's just who they're inviting to go to it i don't know i could be wrong I don't I pay don't. too much attention to the Disneyland ones because I will never go to them because I live here. So, sad okay. face. But yeah. I mean, you can we, dream. I know. <laughs> I would have loved to go to the 80s night. That would have been really funny. Although I didn't go to Disneyland in the 80s, so I would have stood out like what a What if they did band. a 60s night or something really weird and specific? Here? <laughs> in Disneyland. That would be very weird. 
A 2000s night. Will they start <laughs> to charge for Dapper Days? Oh, geez. Like to be, able to, to be able to participate in those kinds of things. Oh, hold on. Someone's <laughs> calling me Bob Chapek. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I, I am surprised that, I mean, they now have like the Dapper Day is like trademark, you know, selling their own merchandise and stuff. And Disney was selling it. So there must be some partnership happening in there. Is that it still I'm not... like run or organized by the original people? I think so. Yeah. And they have like a store now in California. I don't know if it's permanent, but. They I do at the Disneyland Hotel. They have like yeah. that whole convention thing. Yeah, that's right. There's a whole convention aspect to it. I don't think yeah. they even do that part here. No, they don't. But they were selling stuff from it at, well, now it's the Epcot Experience, so I don't know where they would do it now. I do not know. Anyway, we digress. We do. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> upcharges. Tell us your thoughts on those. And we're probably missing something out of that. But, yeah, let's keep going. Well, I I mean. What's your favorite upcharge? <laughs> I don't What's have your least one. favorite upcharge? I <laughs> guess we've already them. discussed both. Well, I think... Um, we already said yeah, Villains like After Hours Cruella, and the Cruella thing was bad. Like, upcharges within an upcharge, I think, is silly. <laughs> like, even before they did the Cruella thing, they would do dessert parties, I think, at at uh, the Halloween party and the Christmas party. That's silly. Um, I agree, yeah. Your I art. think some dessert parties can be fun. Like, the Illuminations ones were always fun. Um, we never did like an official Disney one. We just always did them with like events that people were running. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think the regular after hours events are fun if you can afford them because you can ride things and you get the added aspect if you can eat a million Mickey bars to do that. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that. They're only, they don't really make they you... only offer like sodas and water Yeah, and then Mickey bars and popcorn. Mm-hmm. Just bring a cooler and a trash so, yeah. bag <laughs> you know there's only <laughs> so much of that if, if they did it like the cast celebration party where they opened oh up gosh. all of the restaurants and you, whatever crazy. we serve there you can have then Ooh. that would never happen <laughs> well, that is true that would never like happen a lot a lot of money yeah okay anyway yes. uh let's move on to you want to do homogenization homogenization you tell me Let's go to homogenization. Are those the only last two? Because which no, would be better to end? I think we should end on IP. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, homogenization, we already talked a little bit we about have. in that last episode or whatever. I don't remember what it is. Do you prefer your milk non-homogenized? Is that right? Raw I, milk is it for me. I don't like Straight milk. from the almond. I don't like any milk. Not I, even, I not even blue or green. Cloth. But anyway... <laughs> So, I mean, the point being is that I like my parks around the world to be different from each other. I like for, every, you know, for me to have a really good reason to want, you know, to need to go around the world to see all of these things. And if I can't get to one, I don't necessarily want it here. I want you to be able to strive to be able to go see it. Right. Like there should only be one Cars Land. Well, and there really is only one good one, Right. One good Cars Land? Yeah. Right. There's a smaller one at the Art of Animation Hotel. Well, no, that is the good one, right? <laughs> and a tiny one in Disneyland Paris, the Studios the to. Studios Park in Paris. But no, there's the huge one at yeah. California Adventure. So, yes. but And I think that that one was such a success. Oh, yeah. And I don't know why 
like it really did bring that was like the beginning no. of Disneyland as a destination now that I all agree. of these East Coasters are going to go to. It brought me over there. Right. To me that's a success. Yeah. But like But then why did that make them then say let's put Galaxy's Edge in both parts? Yeah. There are coasts. two Batus. Yeah. And there should be a Batu and a another foreign land that we've never heard of in the Star Wars universe. That could be, you know, the same well, kind of thing. Well, experts would say <laughs> there's two Hogsmeade and Diagon Alleys, and that's probably why they did that. I don't know. That's true. But was that in the works, or did they do that after the Galaxy's Edge announcement? Have it in both coasts? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was before. Hmm. I think the I don't know when one in Hollywood even opened in, like, 2014, I'm pretty sure. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't know. I guess homogenization is everywhere, saving us right. from bacteria. I mean, so, if you think, like, we're about to get the Tron a coaster. Yes, go ahead. We're about to get the Tron coaster, which used to be exclusively oh, right. in Shanghai. Yeah, you don't and, have to care. And, honestly, I'm excited to ride it because I love new rides. I Do I think that it fits in this Tomorrowland? Like, a, adding a huge roller coaster next to a huge roller coaster <laughs> mm. i don't know in a like two foot wide yeah narrow see, i, d- I yeah. don't think you know i don't maybe they'll retheme tomorrowland to make it work but i don't know but i think we also haven't seen how it looks because they're That's obviously true. completely redoing how tomorrowland looks it's all going back to like mm. the retro futurism stuff i really like but in shanghai it does have that like weird like actual modern futuristic yeah like covering to it mm-hmm. yeah and see, i think a lot of people assume that they would do that but they haven't even like yeah. put so, that I mean, up yeah this is a, so yeah this is all pure speculation well and, yeah but but it, it is it essentially going to be if it was the same as shanghai oh, right yeah. next to the spires i completely um, agree yeah. Space i mean i think it looks cool there and it would be neat to see it here but i just don't think it would fit so but the fact that the ride itself i think is the same i don't know i actually don't know if it's the same layout i've maybe really it is, not maybe seen it anything of the shanghai one but i didn't know that it was as like indoors oh as yeah the one here yeah the, the like thing that you've always seen kind of roaring by that's the only outdoor part yeah i but, have no idea but i mean there are so many examples of them repeating an attraction you know, Smuggler's yeah. Run and uh, Rise of the Resistance are the same on both coasts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Did I get that? Well, no, title right. Like Ariel's Undersea Adventure here, that or something like that, is the same ride <laughs> on both coasts. Um, yeah, and we have a different skin of the Mater junkyard thing, which right. they're now oh, yeah, doing yeah. in and Tokyo. With the alien swirling saucers. Yes. Indiana Jones and Dinosaur. Yeah. So, Test track and Radiator Springs Racers. Well. <laughs> I know, I know. That's, a, that's just the same technology, but yes, it's completely different thing. Um, so, but, yeah, there's enough examples of them doing the exact same thing that it's, it's kind of sad. I think it is just a case of we have the blueprints for this. We know how much yep. it's going to cost. Yep. We know how to build it. Yep. And, and it's already a success. But yeah. imagine if they had just gone the extra degree to say, hmm, we have the blueprints for this, but let's make blueprints for this in addition. That uh, sounds like Oriental Land this Company talk to me. reminds me that the entire, like, you're right. 2005 marketing strategy of Walt Disney World was specifically that they were bringing in 
things from every other park to Walt Disney World. Yeah, I do remember that. With they the, had well, they that was added the hundred years of. They oh. added lights, hmm. motors, action. Oh wow, that's yeah. right. They added. It was Cinderella Bration. Cinderella show. Cinderella Bration from and then Tokyo. A fourth thing that I don't remember. Wow. Yeah. That's Look right. at you. I didn't remember that or even know that that was a thing. Is this true? It was before I thought critically about anything. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and it, it even goes down to, like, my pet peeves were always, like, the fact that, and I said this on the other show, <laughs> even the shopping bags became Disney parks, yeah. and they had, like, both castles on Yeah, I mean, like, I remember Disneyland in the past. You'd go to a, sh- a gift shop, and all of the merchandise in every gift shop all around the park was geared to that location right. and that and location Magic only. As well and if you that. wanted that thing, you had to get it right there. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to just go to a generic store somewhere mm-hmm. and, oh, it's there too, which is kind of more and more the case. Yeah. I honestly feel like Hollywood Studios is the worst about that. Like every yeah. single store there is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think they are getting better in recent years in terms of merchandise they are doing some unique or at least like the same thing but a different vert you know like a magic kingdom or a disneyland Mm. and a walt disney world version of things right which now that i've been to both isn't more annoying because then i want to get both or maybe even just the disneyland yeah i only want the disneyland stuff um (laughs) but yeah i guess it really to me it seems like it's more like to counteract people having like guest relations issues like what do you mean i have to go back to tomorrowland (laughs) to get this t-shirt i want it right now where i'm standing in the emporium i would say well we don't have it in the emporium well that's you (laughs) i think disney just wants everything to be accessible and easy on everybody yep homogenized and the same correct disney parks what are you gonna do Tell even us... like oh half of the disney spring stores are the same yeah that's true yep. like disney style is the same as world of disney just small yeah. and there's two star wars stores yeah. that sell exactly the same stuff or even and just trendy even like what do they even sell anymore because yeah. disney style is like yeah the trendy thing. is the old like fogey version of <laughs> Disney style now, but they're both there somehow. Yeah. I was say, even the World of Disney store, the fact that they're essentially the same in Disneyland and here. Yeah, oh, they sell. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, they, they've designed them this pretty much the same way. They could have had a, a unique mm. location, at, you know, a unique signature shop at each of the two lands. And I so. do remember <laughs> even my first visit to Disneyland, there was things that you could only get at DCA, like when Buena Vista oh, Street yeah. actually it was oh, my yeah. first visit. Then Buena Vista Street. Remember when we wore our yeah. little red car trolley Those shirts? Those shirts <laughs> and the the red car trolley shirts were only on Buena Vista Street yep. that you could find them. That's and right. the Carsland stuff was only in Carsland. Absolutely. But I don't think that's the case anymore. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, Disneylanders. Um, but yeah, who knows? Ah, uh, homogenization. <laughs> Disney parks. Anyway. That brings us to our next topic. Uh-oh. A controversial one. Full of much debate. Uh-oh. The old intellectual property in the parks. Ooh. Now, in some places it's good. In some places, not so much. Yes. We were talking a little bit before we hit record. And intellectual property in and of itself is pretty much everything that Disney has created, that's its intellectual property. Yeah, I mean, like, 
like when Disneyland opened and they had a Peter Pan flight, Peter Pan's flight attraction. That's IP, right? Yeah, but I mean, just like by virtue of Disney creating something, uh, yeah, yeah, that's their intellectual property. Oh, I see what you're so saying. So it's not necessarily, you know, people uh, use it all the time to mean like the Disney movies coming yeah, yeah. into the parks or Marvel movies or whatever. But technically, I guess because I couldn't open up an Expedition Everest down the street. That is true, That's their but but property. as far as I'm concerned, like Expedition Everest, as an example, was not based on an IP. Correct. And so I always consider that it's an original story. Yeah, but I think what most people don't like, and not what I don't like, is when it's just basically here's the cheapest way we could possibly bring this thing that happens. Maybe it's based in this land. Whether or not it's mythical, yes, I'm talking about Norway. I was uh, going to say, that was a, <laughs> the big uh, controversy back in the year 2014. Yeah, I got uh, in Twitter fights about that. Oh, yeah. So, they, you know, back in 2014, they said, we have this popular IP and that came out, and people loved the movie. It made a bazillion dollars, and then they had the meet and greets with... Anna and Elsa, and people would wait five hours just to meet them. And so, therefore, it's only natural since that movie was based on Norway-ish <laughs> that let's turn our Norway World Showcase Pavilion into Arendelle. Hmm. On the, I, do, I have checked the maps, and it doesn't say Arendelle. On the Epcot maps, it still says Norway. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good at least. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the attractions that you can find within it are based on that film. Yeah. That IP. And we've said before that when they created the Royal Summer Hoose next <laughs> Summer door. Hoose. I mean, the Imagineers involved in that project really did go to Norway. They oh, yeah. got, you know, authentic Norwegian architecture and specific yeah. examples of houses and and, and the filmmakers of of that movie did also yeah so yeah that's true but you know it's different when it's a cartoon i guess my biggest issue i've realized is when it's just like i don't know i guess it's just like the modern cartoons you don't go in there expecting to see as an adult well but i guess if i had like little kids i would I always on Twitter see people being like, please add Coco to Mexico. It seems like the number one, hmm. like a lot of people want them to redo that ride as that. Yeah. Which is, it's like, it's already had like an IP makeover to be. Yeah. yeah with the, the three caballeros. You know, and they've added. El Rio del Tiempo. Yeah. yeah. And there's, I guess there's, you know, because there's adding a property to an attraction or theming the whole attraction to that IP. You know, because, yeah. I, think I mean, it's... A, World Showcase is just a touchy area. It really is, because, for like... us Epcot purists. Like, they're adding Remy's yeah. Ratatouille Adventure Which or something like that. I'm Remy's okay Rollicking with? Roadsters? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah because... like I because the the movie itself is such a love letter to Paris. Right. I guess I'm more hypocritical like than I realized <laughs> about this, you know. It's yeah, it's tough because I don't think we had a problem either when they added the three caballeros. But also to Grand Fiesta Tour. With oh, the sorry. Remy they added to France. Yeah. They didn't 
So I like think take this, out impression de France. We've just brought up three completely yeah. different things, I think. Because yeah. I think Frozen, first of all, not actually in Norway. Yeah. But separately takes over the ride that's already there. Mm-hmm. Mexico with three caballeros, it just like adds to the ride that's already there, changes yeah. some stuff, but it's still exactly the same ride. That's true. And I think a lot of people assume that they would have Coco be really the same thing, more or less. Ratatouille would think so. is an additional thing. They don't take yep. anything out or That's like right. change anything. It's a separate thing entirely. Yeah. So. And then they're also adding Mary Poppins to the United Kingdom. Oh, right. But the new Mary Poppins. I'll get to that in a second. Okay. But I just want to comment on the Coco thing. I think because the movie Coco also was very, like, literally based in Mexican mm-hmm. culture. That's and, true. you know... The Day of the Dead and the ofrenda and the whole thing. I think they could do a beautiful job yeah, redoing because they've already celebrated that subject matter itself within the attraction that right. we've all already come to enjoy. Not just the Grand Fiesta Tour, but even yeah. El Rio del Tiempo. They've always kind of done that. So I think that would be a perfect match. Yeah, and I mean, I loved the original ride. It was weird and crazy and mm-hmm. fun. Oh yeah. Um, I like it the way it is now, I guess also, but you know, if you want to get technical, you know, it should be in South America, not in Mexico, cause that's where they're from. So that's always been a sticking point for me. Where, who's from? The Jose Carioca oh, in Oh, Panchito. them. Well, Panchito is specifically Panchito is from Mexico. Mexico. He's from Mexico? Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, Jose is... But Jose is from Brazil. Yeah. See? So it's not like a perfect fit. That is true. <laughs> I guess they're visiting Panchito's land. Maybe. And that's where Donald gets lost. Panchito, the lamest of the three caballeros. I disagree. Ooh, you're gonna, I disagree. You're I'm willing people. to fight for I my boy, I, no. Jose Cariocas. I like him. Wait, Panchito, you're saying is the lamest? Yeah. He's my favorite. Yeah, he's really? pretty awesome. Oh my gosh. His butt in... He does have a good butt. In Viva Navidad? Come on. No, I, I, I will agree with that. He shakes a tail feather in that. Yes, this that's is, true. I'm not being I'm just a more of a good person guy. commenting on his butt. But. I mean, but yeah, Panchito, <laughs> he's pretty cool. And I like Donald too. I'm not saying Jose is bad, but... I like them all. Wow, guys. Um, fun fact. Anyway. Harkening back to last week and our episode on the contemporary. Well, Ooh, on Grand yes. Canyon, but we mentioned the contemporary. In that blog post from Passport to Dreams, there was oh, yeah. um, they showed the paintings in the Fiesta Fun Center. I didn't really comment oh, yeah. on this because it wasn't about the Grand Canyon. But in that original Fiesta Fun Center that was called something else originally, um, they had... Panchito in his original colors, which I think was just white, wasn't it? In there, he was dancing with another thing. It looked white to me. Maybe hmm. I'll have to take a look. All right. Well, check that out, and you know, let us know if I'm wrong. Interesting. Anyway, I digress yet again. <laughs> There's a lot of digress. Um, I I kind of like go go, go both ways with the the Mexico boat ride because I do like that it does a lot of the history and architecture of all parts of Mexico, even though they took out, you know, the ballet for folklorico stuff from the beginning, Mm -hmm. but I still think they could make Coco. And I think it's like Coco was such a visually, uh, stunning film. Oh yeah. Film that they could do a lot of fun stuff with that. Yep. Anyway, who knows? I, I, I do think it's going to happen. 
at some point, yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, it's I mean, in the Epcot experience. Yeah, I was going to say, in the Epcot <laughs> experience, if you look at the model that's in the center of the room, if you look at the Mexico pavilion that's on there, it's got those giant guitars, which are straight out of the movie Coco. Yeah. So... You go, yeah, and so as, as I mentioned before, they're also adding Mary Poppins to the United Kingdom, oh, right. which I'm yes. very excited about. But it's the new Mary Poppins. Yeah, I was a little puzzled by that, but I'm okay with it because to me, they're intertwined. They're it's the same Mary Poppins, just mm-hmm. at a different time. No, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I liked uh, yeah. I, it. Grew on me. I liked yeah. the like colors of the movie and I liked um well I don't want to get I'll, I remember sure. things I didn't like about it I don't want to be sure right. yeah, you don't want to okay. all right I I had some issues with Jack wow oh, that's right you did my boy, I, boy Lynn Manuel I officially did not have any issues with Jack that was the last movie review I wrote you took over after Mary Poppins <laughs> I think but yes, yeah, so um, <laughs> so there is that you know there's a lot of IP I guess is what we're getting at you know you it pretty much you could go as far back and I'm sure you can go back even farther of you remember when Finding Nemo was added to the Good Living call. Seas mm-hmm. to you know some people did not like that some people do I was not a here's a thing. If you go back there, they had already shut down the little sea cabs, the little ride, and they were gathering dust and not being used at all. Now there is a fully functional and even longer ride. It does go through the story of uh, Finding Nemo as opposed to, you know, the more educational aspects of The Living Seas. Yes. Well, the ride may be longer, but it's not looking all at the... That is true, but it does have a fun climax of being, you know, going yeah. right through there. I I think that original Epcot Center spoiled many yes. of us. Of yeah, our including age both of us. Yes, for original, um, original attractions. Oh, yeah. with their own storyline: World of Motion, Horizons, Journey into Imagination, and Spaceship Earth, which is still there. That's getting redone. I we'll guess have we to could touch talk on that. On that. But, yeah, that is. There's talk that there might be IP added, but no one knows for sure. I just don't There's see how they could be. Characters but who knows? Somehow, I don't think that I don't know why they would. I mean, they, they've released an image of the Egyptian scene with yeah. a lot of lights, and you know we had previously seen on what they showed at the D23 Expo that there was kind of like a flowing bit of light, you know, pix, pix, yeah. kind of like pixie light. So that's kind of what we're seeing. I think that's fine. But, yeah. you know, it'll be interesting to see what they do add, how how things are changed. Will there be a cool narrator or not? And will there be IP added or not? I don't know. I Announcing don't... the narrator of Ty Burrell again. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I was what. thinking that and I was like, God, I hope Ty, that's not. Ty Burrell did um, the new movie. Right in, there. Oh, yes. Awesome Planet in the Land. And I think it is absolutely fabulous. I'll see it eventually. I still haven't gotten over there. It's been too darn crowded at Epcot. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, but he also did the color thing before. Colortopia, yeah. yeah. He's got, I, mean, he, I like he that too. A, he does have Epcot. a fun voice, but I don't want to hear him in that many different things. He's already in this. So I don't think they would do that. I agree. I did get a lot of fun suggestions. I'm very interested to see what will happen. Because the there's been a, a long Tom history. Hanks. Tam Hanks? Yeah. Okay. 
hmm. which I hadn't thought I mean, Tom of. Hanks. Yeah. Sorry. And um, I like Tom Hanks. Doing his voice. Walt Disney. Oh God. <laughs> no, Pam. <laughs> you just won twenty bucks by riding this ride. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, let's see who else. Well, I said Morgan Freeman. Someone else said Morgan Freeman also, but that was before I thought of Tam Hunks. <laughs> That's what we call him from. Tam Hunks. It's know. not from it's, anything. It's not from anything. We just made it up a while ago. Um, I'm sure we're not the only ones. Someone said Scarlett Johansson. Ah. She does have a good voice. Okay, okay. I don't know if I like her narrator voice. I just like her. I've heard her in commercials before. What about yeah. Kristen Shaw? Whoa, that would I've be a also whole heard, different. Wallace Shawn. I've also heard uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson's. If he's <laughs> if he's the voice, I'm never writing it again. Sorry. I disagree with you. I bet that you would. I would have to ride with earplugs. I'm not a fan of his voice. Sorry, Neil, if you're not listening. Of who? He's not. Neil deGrasse, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Tyson. Oh, yeah. I am. Um, someone else said Benedict Cumberbatch. Wow, could you imagine? I know. Benadryl Cumberbatch. Oh my gosh, what about Chiwetel Ejiofor has a cool voice too. Ooh, yeah. Or Idris Elba. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I'm very interested. Is this how we end the show? We just keep naming no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I forget there was other ones that people Because there's also them. more IP than just Epcot too, so we can. Is there? What, like Star Wars Land? There's IP Pandora. everywhere. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess the biggest... So let us know what your guesses are for narrator, by the way, before we move on. <laughs> yeah, please do. I need more suggestions. Um, Pandora, I guess, was the most surprising, you know, IP crossover event that's happened I today. think they did that very well, in my opinion. I think that it stands on its own regardless of the movie it came from i, I don't think you have to see the movie I think yeah you succeeded. don't need to see the movie it's not really based on the plot of the movie other than and the, it's not like the there was overarching theme of just you know yeah and it's theme. not like there was a huge fan base clamoring to have attractions they could ride maybe they weren't clamoring but it was the number one you love to throw movie. That out. Well, I mean, it it was. <laughs> I know. I didn't well, see the number one movie. I think the difference office. is that, like, after that, everyone kind of forgot about. Yeah. That so Pandora still works for knowing basically nothing about it. It like, had a good environmental land, message. Really yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And honestly, so it works in the park. I, think. I don't think you need to see the movie even after, no. like, because I've heard stories of people, you know, being there with their kids. And the kids saying, like, there's a movie of this place? Yeah, like, exactly. Whereas I think in Galaxy's Edge, I think if you were to not know anything about Star Wars somehow... That's true. It would be honestly pretty lame. It's yeah, just like it would be very weird. Like, why are people and dressed the, like this? The rides and... are very story-based. Yeah. Whereas yeah. in Pandora, they're really not. It's mm. just kind of like, look at these pretty things. And, uh, and they explain. Fly. Yeah, they explain everything that yeah, you need exactly. to know. Yeah, exactly. No one pay, The last, like, 15 times I've been on Smuggler's Run, mm. no one even watches the little... Hondo oh. intro on the screen right before yeah, you right get before in. You go in. That's no one pays attention to that. I think that's because they do a very bad job of putting people in that room to be able to see it. The last time, this is actually a faux pas. The last time I went on that ride, literally maybe yesterday, was I there? Yeah, I think you so. Were there yesterday? <laughs> um, they like have that room where you watch it on the screen, and they have like the little things on the floor. So mm-hmm. it's just your six people. Mm-hmm. 
my group got loaded in there while the other group was still in there. Whoops. Yeah. So we like watched them also board the same Millennium Falcon. That oh, we no. <laughs> but also none of them in my, I was by myself. So none of the other people in my group like spoke English. I'm pretty sure. Oh. But, <laughs> they just but still, that's the way not it an was, excuse. Then. Yeah, that's weird. It's weird when they set up these elaborate things to keep the storyline of exactly that's why i was like imagine them them themselves them spending so much time designing like that little thing and then they're just like yeah because like Like, in that attraction smugglers run as you enter the the first pre-show room the doors between that and the door and the room that has hondo in it with you know where you can see the uh, millennium falcon flying like the actual animatronic yeah those doors should be closed yeah which I think actually they were. They time. were, but then they're, they've gotten to a point where they've kept them just open. No, I'm saying this like yesterday when okay. I went, they were totally. I think closed. in some, I think I think it might be at Disneyland or somewhere. It's either, you know, there's only two of them, but they don't always keep them closed, <laughs> and they always should be closed in between the the, the yeah. two loads. Yeah, I That's, agree because it's very important to the story, in my opinion. I I yeah, but I think. You know, Disney operations is notorious for making shortcuts and I'll, as time goes on. With and I'll tell you the worst and... offender of that is the dinosaur attraction. I was thinking that exact thing. Because, it, you know, that the pre-show movie is super critical to the entire story. And then they, <laughs> what they do at, now is they, they start the movie and then they start loading that room. Wow. And so if you're... F- unlucky to be the last person put in that room you've missed what uh 75 percent of the pre-show which is a very important to the story and even if you're in the first 20 percent of the folks that have been loaded into the room you've still missed a, a little bit yeah. and to me that's wrong i'm sure their excuse to that would uh, be that like to get people through for so long yeah. People but know no, and they they're like just every, trying no. to load it. But. I well, I agree <laughs> with that. This is where his little stickler. They need to present that attraction as if everyone seeing it is yeah, seeing it for I the agree. first time. They should load the the room fully and then start the film. Which is why I agree that it's really mind-boggling that they're already doing that for like yeah. the galaxies. Yeah, stuff. I was very it's sad very to odd. see that. So, what are you gonna do? Well, and, and we kind of got a, a and we kind of got away <laughs> from our original talk know, of IP, but, but you okay. know, it's a hot topic. It is a hot topic. Let us know your thoughts if you're okay with it. I mean, I said briefly that Epcot Center spoiled us. I don't think, I don't know that we will ever see an original themed attraction again. In, yeah, because I mean, there's a country. there's a good history of that. Hmm. It, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean, when it first came out in the in 1966, was original. I got, I'm sorry, 1967. And the Haunted Mansion, when it came out in 1969, was original. You know, we've had other examples, uh, you know, Soarin', yeah. Expedition Everest. We need movies on those two to expand the so, Disney cinematic universe. Yeah, where's Steve Gutenberg to be? Yeah, I mean, and those uh, first two Expedition I mentioned Everest were, were so impressive that they made movies off of them right so but i think with expedition everest they did such a great job and they made such a cool uh animatronic and Mm -hmm. then it broke and they never fixed it 
And I think they're going to forever point to that as like, we wasted all this money on that. I don't know what the issue is, but. (laughs) I think the issue is that it's such a big thing that it's hard to go in there and fix it with like. Without. Because it's also. Yeah, I guess we did hear that. that At the time. It would have to be shut down for two years or something crazy. It was like the only real big attraction there (sighs) that they didn't want to just turn it off. Well, now there are other big attractions there. Maybe it's time. Because I, oh yeah, Pandora. Sorry. <laughs> yes, because I do remember seeing it. Yeah. In a mode, and it is phenomenal. I think <laughs> I went on it one time while it was like that. I've seen it know. many times. And I've I only been on loved once. Loved it. And I probably and had my was eyes closed. scary because you. I don't want that. I'm glad I didn't see it. I'm scared already. It's a scary thing. The Yeti's in there. You're not supposed to like crash his disco no, no, party. That's the thing. But we are we are in, invading his turf. So he's just trying to protect his land. Okay. He's well. not a bad dude. <laughs> but you have to appease him by throwing your hair ties on the mountain. Oh, right. That's like what you have to do. That's true. That way he just has a dance party in the cave instead of trying to attack you. <laughs> Um, anyway, I don't think we're going to have time to get to our final thing that we were going to discuss, which was grooming standards. Oh, I guess that'll have to wait. <laughs> It'll be a whole separate two-hour <laughs> yeah. two-hour podcast with Scott ranting about grooming standards. <laughs> wow, what a like... <laughs> I think it was definitely going to be a Christian and I versus you situation on that, so probably better left unsaid. I will say that Walt had thoughts on this. Yes, but... Disneyland was created in 1955. Yeah. And yes, it was. This is a glimpse so. of the of the battle to ensue. I'm not saying full facial piercings and I... face tattoos on Main Street USA. I'm just saying it's 2020. People can grow a beard. You know. People grew beards back in the 50s. As someone with Exhibit facial a. hair and tattoos yeah. who also worked there, I approve for the change. That has not happened yet, yeah. but I hope will. Well, I mean, you can have a beard as long as you can. And also, connected. places in Disney Springs allow you to show yeah. tattoos, but it's only like newer things with newer contracts. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. random, like City Works. <sighs> anyway, anywho, <laughs> that is a slippery slope, I guess, because then you know, yeah. where do you draw the line with yeah. tattoos? Are is your Chipotle tattoo acceptable, but not a you know, if you had like a universal well, is tattoo, this acceptable. I mean, that one's it's also oh, hidden. So not offensive, mind. I don't think. <laughs> anyway, that'll be another time, perhaps. Yes, we can sneak we'll that sure argument to, in later. We'll be sure to put that on the yeah. Put a pin in there. But let us know later. in comments anywhere: Facebook, the YouTube video, the blog post that will accompany this. What your big debates are with your family or just maybe yourself if you <laughs> argue with yourself a lot about changes at disney i Where do that do all the time <laughs> things have gone wrong or have there been changes for the better we didn't really talk about those but i want people I to if they been. disagree with me directly tweet at me okay well they'll have to figure out how Start to spell your name first yeah. your twitter name <laughs> but i was gonna say we have talked about some positive things in there too yeah it hasn't just been rants okay I'll but, have yeah. to listen back, and I already blacked out and forgot some, what we we've, said. We've said that some IP is good. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. Um, so, yeah, we thank you, of course, for listening to another 
crazy episode yeah, of this Up the one Waterfall. Was absolutely zany. Yeah, let us know if you enjoyed having Christian jump in and, and comment with us. <laughs> Um, we'll probably do more round table, well, rectangle table discussions in the future. Maybe we'll have some guests on. Ooh. Who knows? Maybe you will be on our show. Drop us a line. <laughs> um, we would love if you subscribed to us on iTunes or Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. Rate us on oh my gosh, those things. That would be fun to get a review from someone that actually listens and tell us your thoughts, what you liked. Mm-hmm. recommend us to a friend we're still a young podcast trying to make our way in the world <laughs> and uh anyone you can tell about you know if you liked it or maybe you thought we were ridiculous and want people to hear how <laughs> silly we sound that's fine too um tell your friends give us a thumbs up on youtube mm. and itunes and five stars and all that good stuff that's right so yeah thanks for listening Up the waterfall.